0: You're listening to the number one Oilers podcast, Handkerchief Dynasty. Two minutes for interference.
1: I believe that if you're making a podcast, you should make the highest quality possible podcast you can. When my workers ask me, how high should the quality be? I say to them, if you wouldn't put it in your own ears, don't put it in mine and that's still how we make our sausages to this very day Doing it okay. They're turning this car around right now. We're going right home right now. It's over. I just wanted to have a fun time. Jesus. I know,
0: Christ. I know, but it's like every time it's like seconds before we're gonna do it. You're like, okay, one more thing, right before I'm just gonna hit record, and you I'm the Schneider's guy, you're the producer, let's go. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on
1: here. You just feel you just feel uh kind of ambushed.
0: Yeah, I feel creative
1: ambushed. ambush.
0: Yeah. But that isn't
1: yeah. that what improvisation is, isn't it just some form of creative ambush?
0: Mm, yeah but I, I think that like the maybe, way imp- i think the way to be fair works- i
1: i don't i don't enjoy improv shows i don't think i've been to an improv show in my life really other than maybe one of the fringe once Here's the it was thing. okay it was Here's fine i mean it wasn't I, amazing though
0: i think the way improv works is the performers usually have more than five seconds prep time before they know that's <laughs> kind, kind of my problem I, with it
1: I think improv probably works. The way I think improv works is when someone wants to do a funny idea, but doesn't want to do any of the work to make it funny, i.e., writing it down, fleshing it out, you know, workshopping it, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's more just like, I have an idea. Let's just take the piss and go for it. And hopefully it works. I mean, we've done some, It's, it's there's been some good stuff, but we I'd should say- just, I'll, I'll script it from now on. How about that?
0: Yeah, sure, do that.
1: All right, fine. More work for me. More work for me on the I mean, the you don't have to
0: do it. No one, dynasty. Nobody, Nobody's forcing me no, right to write bits.
1: It. I don't have to. I don't have to. I'm gonna, because I want to, baby. Yeah, okay. I want us to have fun, you know? Sunday night. Sunday night is a great chance to get, like, a little bit of possible bonus weekend action, if you know what I mean, if you catch my drift. Mm, you no. Know? I don't. It's It's difficult.
0: I think I did once, maybe. Once upon a time.
1: Once upon a time. Uh, anyways, uh, welcome everyone. This is Handkerchief Dynasty. Episode 78. I am the secret professor, joined by my compadre and compatriot, the High Priest of Oilers Magic. How are you, High Priest? <laughs> Never better. Never better. That's right. Never better. Wow, that's a bold statement. Tell me, speak of this thing. I just what think call I've it never better.
0: just think I've never been better than I am right now, talking to you. Right now.
1: Oh, what a feeling! Oh, what a day! How sweet
0: it is!
1: Everything's going my way. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, I was watching the Vegas uh Canucks game.
0: I was watching that.
1: Oh hold on. Oh did the Canucks uh pull ahead? I think they did. Oh boy. I think it's three two Canucks, so I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. There's advertisements. There's advertisements for shit I don't want. Okay, hold on. The advertisements are leaving. The advertisements now there's just nothing on screen. Yep, yeah, Vancouver's up three two. Way to go, boys. Canada's hope. They are a fun team to watch right now. I, I like the way they play. I like their system. They got really good flow.
0: Yeah, they're a good team.
1: Yeah,
0: They're, they're playing as though they're in the playoffs, which is what you have to do when you're in the playoffs.
1: Don't it's you a, think they, like, they just play well? Like, Travis Green has really done a good job of getting them to play together, and like, they really, they really yeah. seem to, to draw off each other well. Yeah, well,
0: I think Vancouver is a place guys want to play. I've thought that for years. I think that explains a lot of their their success. It, when maybe they shouldn't have had success. They've 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 always kind of had a. I mean, I, maybe there was a year or two there a couple of years back where they kind of stunk. But generally, I feel as though they outperform expectations just because Vancouver is a a nice place to be. Be a fun place to play hockey. I'd love to play there.
1: Yeah, honestly, it, it probably is totally sweet.
0: Yeah,
1: I bet Vegas is a fucking sweet place to play hockey too. Can you imagine like when the team is doing well and that that whole city got behind them so quickly because they've been deprived of a pro sports team for so long because of you know whatever specter of uh, of gambling and sports betting. Yeah, it's kind of a ridiculous thing. It's like, well, you can either have sports betting, but it's like, why why do the people of Vegas have to suffer just because? They're, that's like the center of sports betting it's like people are sports betting from all over the fucking land yeah, you know? it didn't really i'm make sure sense. yeah but like the people of vegas people, the locals in vegas are good people underrated okay. underrated bunch do you have do you have first hand knowledge of that i do i do wow. well have yeah. you ever have you ever been to vegas have you ever interacted with the staff at any kind of service based establish- or hotel based establishment like they're all locals, i went man. to
0: vegas when i was about Nine years
1: old on a road trip with some buddies. Did you dine in the Hall of the King with his, with his, his, uh, oh, we did it all. We Golden did it knights? all. Oh, we
0: did it all. We were nine, we were nine years old. We were young, dumb, and full of fun.
1: The Golden Knights of Vegas are a really crazy order of knights, though. Like, it's pretty, you don't really see very many medieval orders of knights in like 19th century America laying claim to uh, to tracks of desert or making creating an oasis, you know? And then, you know, the federal government having to come in and uh, you see like it gun them down with Gatling guns. It's like the some it Last Samurai shit. Like, someone has to make a Last Samurai type movie about the Golden Knights of Vegas who were being like, uh, right after the Civil War, you know, the, the fucking Union soldier army rolled in with the cannons.
0: Is this a true story you're telling me?
1: Yeah man. They were like a grew mid- order of medieval knights with british accents and they had uh, they had mostly just horses but they had a few winged horses. Uh, I believe the what the greeks called the a pegasus. Yeah. There was at least one or two pegasuses. What's the what's the plural of pegasus? Pegasi. Yep Pegasi. Okay. Um well it's it's, it's an unofficial it's a, it's a suppressed history, you know. I got to look that up. I got to look that up. Yeah, you should look that up, uh, man. Um, yeah, I should really I stop watching the game while I'm talking to you, though, because it's going to make bad radio. Eventually, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So uh, so how are you feeling about this whole uh, jealous hockey jealous. boycott situation? That's what I always do.
0: Um, yeah, it definitely needed to be done. A day late is better than not doing it at all. So
1: I would agree with that sentiment. Certainly... Well, I mean, here's a question for you, OK? All right. Does it need to be done because deep down we all know that the powers that be are so bought by the invested interests or the, the, the like, say, the NRA, et cetera, to the point where, or, you know, the police unions or whatever, to the point where people just can't expect positive change through the normal means of, you know, say, democracy? Like, even if, even if you elect a Biden just- or an Obama— here's what i think motherfuckers are still dying in the streets you know and then we all get to watch it on video
0: it's like here's what i think i think sports is the true religion of north america and if a cop thinks that maybe by shooting an unarmed black man he's not going to be able to watch basketball and eat chips and dip and drink beer because he shoots this guy then maybe he won't shoot this guy that's what i think
1: It'd be nice to have a few extra reasons for a police to not want to shoot some guy.
0: I think sports is a very, very, very powerful institution, much more powerful than it's given given credit for, or than it's like, that it's like, um, you know, it's kind of figured to have, like, it's kind of like, it's viewed as almost like a joke institution, sort of like the big game. But I think it's huge. I think it's like the true unifying thing. And I think as soon as sports gets taken away from us we all get very very nervous and we start to reconsider everything right and we start to maybe like um think about things more because we don't have the great distraction of dunks and touchdowns and
1: uh breakaway saucer, goals.
0: saucer passes you know yeah i think that's what saucer, happens
1: so saucer passes are the that's the one where like the the player is communicating with the aliens via bluetooth and the the UFO controls the physics of the puck, so it like defies gravity as it flies across the ice.
0: No, saucer passes. Uh, two UFOs just passing each other, saucer pass.
1: Right, all right. When you're, when you're talking about uh, UFO lacrosse, that's such a stick. Uh, are you following that? Because i have been playing a lot of that ever since the pseudo NHL became defunct due to the due to the Time Lord uh, wars of Gallifrey.
0: I mean, I follow it a little, but at the end of the day, like I just I can't get it up for lacrosse. I'm
1: really a big a
0: fan of
1: like they're UFO the best lacrosse. team ever of of all the of all the UFO lacrosse teams or UFO polo I mean there's various nomenclatures Well,
0: I hand it to you but I the, like, I'm a big it. fan of yeah, yeah. I so hand good. it to you I hand it to you for watching I don't have that kind of I can't uh, I just can't do it
1: it requires a lot of time I mean the games I mean they they use time compression to make to bring them down from 735 years to 735 minutes but still adds up you know
0: but as soon as things like that are taken away, we um it, it like, makes us reflect. Yeah.
1: Well, for so the, I think the first time, like, like can you remember a sports team boycotting like this ever before? Like it's no, it seems like to it's me it's, it's completely happened. unprecedented, which is which is fucking awesome. I mean like there's a lot of people whining a little bit about missing out on sports and well, oh, they come to sports to avoid politics. But like, guess yes, what, man, when in the realm of politics, there's nothing people can accomplish to keep this bullshit from happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, to, to, to ameliorate the situation, then like expect things like, you know, individual groups of people saying, you know what, enough is enough. And I, totally. I, I was really impressed with that.
0: And I think even when people say things like that, like, oh, come on, like, this is ridiculous. It's like, well... You know what? There's things you can do. There's things you can do to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Like if you want sports, behave yourself. I, I can't remember where I read it, but there was some quote somebody said, I can't remember who said it, but sp- that they said that sports is the treat. Of a high-functioning society.
1: Oh, I've heard that one before too. Uh, ah, yeah.
0: such a good quote. I mean, you got to
1: figure just even among the police themselves, like all the police who like see some hothead being like a, an asshole, and then like you know, it's a, you know the last, the latest video, the latest in the fucking cavalcade of misery that we've been subjected to. Like it's clear that this guy, it's like it's like some dude, it's like the equivalent of like a high school brawl. He's like pulling him by his shirt, you know, yeah. whirling him around, and then he, then they get, then this guy gets shot seven times in the back, paralyzed for life, handcuffed to the fucking hospital bed, and like whatever, he's got some kind of background, sure, whatever. But it, it the thing was, you know, it's what else are we seeing? We're seeing, uh, you know, millionaires and like pillars of the community who also happen to be black, just treated like total shit too. So. It doesn't matter if you're, like, a guy with a little bit of a sh- shade in your past, you know, not that that necessarily – not that the, not that, that justifies getting fucking shot seven times in the back or anything, but I think, like, a, what a, if I was an NBA player and, uh, you know, I was a millionaire – and it was, and I, you know, they're in a way. I'm sure you're just as scared because you don't know, because you know, like it's not. It's not as though that's a free, that's going to give you any kind of free pass, because uh, I think, I've, I think what happens is this fucking security guard asshole or whoever the fuck. There's enough examples of it. They see a black man, for example, in a nice suit doing well, obviously, and they're just like, well, like fuck, man, like if this black guy's better than me, like fuck that, you know, like I'm, I'm better than him if, if he thinks he's better than me or they, they whatever, I fucking. Know. Hi- yeah. haywire shit is going on in their brain where their ego is bound up in this in, in this other person. I know. Like, it's... There's, like, story after story after story, and it just is clearly, like, dudes with small dicks who just, like, can't fucking handle feeling...
0: Well, it's uh, also, like... Yeah. It's, like, systemic... Like feelings. Like it's a, they can't handle it, feelings. It's a nation built upon slavery you know what i mean and like this is There's that too this is what happens like this is this well, is like a the, whole a whole you could argue the whole
1: system ha, the whole economic system has like white supremacy
0: yeah or
1: like a, or like a racial hierarchy component to it whether yes. or not it's intimately bound up in like the essence of what capitalism is the fact of the matter is that we live in a society where we we look at people and we evaluate them and human beings are treated as commodities in all kinds of different ways. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's all kinds of these, you know, there's this, this disparity of value. So of course, inevitably people are going to be like, you know, I was thinking about it too. It's like, it's, it's not as though like there's a lot of racism against say Latinos or or, uh, brown skin people, but I don't think if Carlos Slim walks into an NBA game in his suit Someone's gonna like lose his mind and be like, "Oh, fuck this guy," and shove him in the fucking chest like I'm
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I don't know. I think
1: like he would, he he would be racist towards him but I feel like the most violent form of racism the most violent forms of racism are against black people in, in America in this situation right now. I mean, I mean unless yeah. of course you count people that are trying to cross the border, and that it's just some fucking holocaust. and There's this shit.
0: Yeah, I think it's like from top to bottom. I and I think the like these sports protests like i think that's like genius i think that's a genius
1: yeah i think thing. so
0: too. and i'm kind of surprised actually that they came back but i'm surprised that like the nba came back like i know lebron went to barack obama for advice and barack obama was like yeah uh, yeah like keep doing what you're doing but you guys should like return to play I was kind of surprised by that because as soon as they return to play, then everybody's just, they can breathe a sigh of relief because it's such a distraction, right? That's like, it's,
1: oh, I don't It's know. been pretty key. It's been pretty key to redeeming the summer. I think for a lot of people just in terms of well, it's feeling, the key. And feeling normal again, you
0: know? Yeah. It's the key to redeeming like the end of the day, right? It's the key to like putting oh. your feet up and thinking all is right with the world. Like you can, you can really erase a lot of issues in your mind when you're watching sports. I find. So I don't know. We'll Dude. see what we'll see what comes from it. Yeah, I think it was like it was a great it was a great first step,
1: and I hope it's, they. It's pretty cool. Like I actually have a lot more. Like I'm pretty enthusiastically like I have more way more respect for. Like who is it? The Wisconsin team that started it off. The Milwaukee NBA? Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks like like. Fucking props to those guys and props to the NBA and the players and them just saying like you know what like it's not a big deal if we all don't play a a sport for a couple of days and actually people can get more attention on something that we've been giving attention to but because the system is so broken and um it's so corrupt and uh, especially in the states like the electoral system is such a plutocracy that like there's just no there's no straightforward political means to affect positive change on the level Mm -hmm. we need given how kind of far back we still are.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been giving it attention, but I think there comes a point when, like, uh, I don't know, like, putting just, like, Black Lives Matter signage at an event. Of
1: course. Like, I, I don't oh, think yeah. that's anything. Like, I don't nothing think that's, means that's nothing anything. That, yeah. It means nothing. In, yeah. in, 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 in and of itself, in and of itself, it means nothing. It's it's just a, a useless token gesture. And yes. I think, like, the token gestures not that aren't accompanied by serious fucking, like, boots-on-the-ground shit. Like, like I mean, we're still... It's funny, though, because we we still kind of think, okay, well, you know, like, hockey is kind of a tangential sport to this whole question in a lot of ways. I think people feel that way a little bit, and we're doing this Which more is in support in solidarity. About well, we had a fucking NHL coach this year revealed to be a fucking racist asshole and lose his <laughs> job. Like, True. that happened within this calendar year, like, and not I, that long ago. I know. And everyone, and everyone I, was just like, oh... And then, like, uh, there's it hasn't, it's not the only case. And then, like, you know, old Jaska player, like, George Laroc, what he had to go through yeah. uh, playing junior. Like, you figure there's still motherfuckers yelling shit at black kids playing junior in, oh. in places in Canada. Like, why? Absolutely. Well, if like, think... that is still happening, why the fuck aren't, why, why isn't that, why, why aren't they taking, like, severe measures to put a stop to that shit? Like, I don't see why. Like, if some motherfucker wants to go to a junior game in the Quebec League, and you don't know, yeah. pay fifteen dollars and drink like a few beers and yell racial epithets at people. Let's lay down some bans. You know, let's say yeah,
0: I, I totally agree. Ten year ban,
1: lifetime ban. Like it's yeah, it's, lifetime it's, raw, it's morally wrong. Lifetime ban. I would personally be band. fine with a lifetime ban because you, there's a, there's probably enough hockey fans out there who aren't gonna do that shit.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, I, I think that hockey as the pretty much like the whitest sport on the face of the earth. Should be the sport all like leading the way you know well, like, I mean? pony, like pony pony fucking is pretty white. Pony setting, fucking the, pretty,
1: pretty setting white.
0: the example you know what i mean
1: yeah
0: or just like saying like maybe not setting the example it's the wrong way to put it but being a extremely mm-hmm. visible and willing ally in this thing like I think yeah, it'd a, be like it'd be a like, a, like an statement. exemplary
1: ally. I mean, I, I feel like yeah. that. I feel like the NHL actually has that potential. I feel like there Absolutely. is a progressive, a strong progressive or, I, Progressive is the wrong word. I feel like there's like when you look at something like the NHLPA, right? Like I think they're actually pretty even he- even keeled, um, but also they have a dynamism in terms of their their members, you know, being t- talking about stuff, you know. And, and yeah. you know, they're very, they're very, very, they're in very intensely media trained, all the players in the NHL. But I feel like they also, when they're doing their own thing within the confines of the players union or like the diversity alliance guys, um, yeah, I think actually that media training pays off a lot more in, in those instances. Um, like sometimes you got to be like a little more blunt, for example, or your language needs to be, you have a little bit more of a... Uh, a trenchantness, like you have to be a little more trenchant with your words Mm -hmm. when like uh when people are just like not giving something uh, adequate respect or not taking something seriously that really deserves to be taken seriously like like you know if you have any black friends in your life right now in this year 2020 i hate to bring it to you but like they're they've for them just the fact that this this shit is out there on video to see it's, like, very, very different for them to to watch this shit than it is for us. Oh, yeah. Know? And for sure. it's fucked up. And I'm I'm sure it's the kind of thing where, like, it's probably even hard to, to, like, work and focus on regular day-to-day life at moments because you're just thinking to yourself, well, you know, like, like how would you feel like, if you had red hair and then, like, every two to three weeks there was some viral video of the cops shooting some person with red hair in the back nine times, you know? Like, don't you think that would maybe affect... <laughs> affect you a little bit? Like, give me yeah. a fucking break, man. Totally. Anyways, That's crazy.
0: So I think uh, like uh, I, I applaud the NHL for doing it, and I hope that this isn't just like something that they. And I, I kind of don't think it will be. I hope it, it has not the potential
1: to be for sure, as all these things do. But I feel like it won't be either. I feel like I feel like the players are are really leading the way a lot in, when it comes to the NHL side of this, and and they'll hold, they'll 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 push things forward. Yeah. Like the the energy is going to come from the PA side. Yeah. And we got a great, we got a great PA. Like, don't you think so? Like they don't seem, they don't seem that greedy to me at all. I don't know. No, I don't. They know seem very reasonable. Seems like a very reasonable bunch. And the owners largely, I would say the same thing, you know, like, I don't think we have that many villains as owners. Other than a few people that are maybe a little, you know, other than Melnick, who everyone hates, obviously.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna speak on behalf of. Uh,
1: like, you don't want to yeah, hold super, on. Sla- slander train is coming out. Is leaving the station though. You're not gonna jump on with me. Super we wealthy. Slander train is coming around. It's gonna leave the station. Then it's gonna come around the bend at noon. And I'm gonna talk about Rogers Mobile for a bit. Um, I wanted to ask you though. Like, we have a long, We have a long summer ahead of us, and I'm I'm thinking we should. Well, summer's
0: just, actually over, pretty much.
1: I mean, fall pseudo summer. We'll call it the pseudo summer. How about? well fall let's say autumn okay autumn is the pretentious way to say fall it's a little it's a little less depressing i find autumn is definitely a little less depressing fall is i mean it's a fall it's a fall a yeah. literal fall yeah i mean you're thinking about milton you know it's it's tough stuff tough, stuff tough. Yeah. you're thinking about having to read milton and you're exactly. thinking how the fuck am i going to survive my life reading this trash um <laughs> So. <laughs>
0: well, I'd hate to be um, Milton right now.
1: It's tough stuff. I'm sorry, Milton. You know, don't at me though, please, Milton. Um, I wonder who even understands what we're talking about. But I did not want to ask you, like, we should workshop some uh, some content for our uh, our Oilers, Edmonton Oilers themed, uh, TV and movie development studio, right? Like, I think we should actually try and bring, for example, the Tom Gilbert show. Um, oh yeah. The Tom Gillard Show back. Like, Bring it uh, back. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go step out on the patio. Actually, shout out to my roommate Mentok. He found a sealed bag of uh, certified government weed out out and about downtown. Oh, wow. And he brought it brought it home and shared it with me. So I'm gonna smoke a tiny tiny bit of that for about 20 seconds while you pitch some ideas to me. Or you know, it can be about See, the this Tom this Show. See, this is a problem when or, you do
0: this. When you pull this what? stuff on me, and yeah. you're just like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do this.
1: Alright, we'll, uh, we'll pause. We'll pause. We'll pause. We'll pause. Just stay there.
0: I'm not, I'm, not I'm not gonna talk about anything. I'm not gonna provide any sort of entertainment as usual. No education. No show pitch. No you can listen to that guy sing. Having the time of his life out on the patio.
1: Yeah, I think I think we should be doing a bevy of like there should be or there's like kids cartoons. Um, mm-hmm. we could also do like adult cartoons. There could be an Oilers anime. There could be like an Oilers, like Super Nintendo style, like uh, game, you know, we do like it's Chrono Trigger, but it's Edmonton Oilers.
0: No, oh, that sounds terrible. Are you kidding me? That sounds awesome.
1: No. you lost no. your mind. Well, aren't you playing Final Fantasy six? Can we do the Final Fantasy No, I'm playing VI Final Fantasy three. Sorry, Final Fantasy three. Yeah, where are, are you, where are you, great, are you right now?
0: Um, I am. Actually, I'm still pretty early in the game. I just left South Figaro. So I'm, I'm still okay, kind of like so I'm about to get into
1: the, in the, right the game.
0: Well, um, I'm naming all of my guys after like uh, people from the Beatles universe. So uh, there's George, Yoko, Paul, Ringo and John.
1: How, wait, how many people in your party? I think five or six or something. I'm not sure. Wait, no way. Did you did you already go to the Returners hideout? No. Okay. Well, no. You I get think that's the, where I'm going uh, next. You're gonna meet Bannon. I know. You keep telling me. Okay. So the important thing is when you meet Bannon, uh-huh. at one at one point he's gonna ask Yoko a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's gonna ask Yoko if she'll join the Beatles on a, uh-huh. as a full time permanent member, so to speak. Uh huh. And, and you're gonna have an option to say yes or no, okay? Uh huh. And I want you to say no, and you have to keep saying no. You're gonna say no three times, and it's, he's gonna be perturbed, maybe a little annoyed by the end. But you will thank me, thank me, thank me when That's you get uh, the item, the item that you get if you do that.
0: That's good advice. I'll do it.
1: It's like a it's like an item that like changes the game. In such a sweet way, it makes it just like a, a little, a tiny bit extra fun the whole way through. It's a relic.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. What do you think about uh, what's going on with uh, our good friend? Let me just
1: ask you a question before. Hold on. Just okay. Before you go into that, one question.
0: All so right. you,
1: I mean, you play like Final Fantasy, right? And you're you're imagining your life as if it was Final Fantasy, and you're swinging this sword, you know, and you're like. Pfft swinging yeah. the sword at monsters and you're killing them, you know?
0: Uh-huh, and you uh-huh. got
1: that sword, it's sweet. You, know, you may, might also have a shield and you're like, okay, I got a sword and shield. Uh-huh. What if you could put down that shield and pick up another sword and now you're like...
0: Two swords.
1: Wouldn't two swords be better?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Just say no to Ben and three times, man. That's all I'm saying.
0: What do you think about our good friend... Um in Finland, Jussi Puolijarvi right now he's putting up uh, numbers.
1: Putting is up he numbers. putting up numbers? Are oh, they yeah. playing like preseason games or something? Yeah,
0: he's putting up. I think he had 12 points in three games or some ridiculous thing.
1: Scored an well, overtime I mean, winner uh, the other day. There's been a thaw. There's been a bit of a thaw in relations, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, like we still we could use a player uh, who's good. If he's good, why not Here's give why thing. not roll the dice again? but uh, i'm not i'm not i'm also not like that focused on him
0: yeah but when he was here the first time he was just like 18 years old it was ridiculous because
1: like, you can't expect he's 18, he's 18 years old never scores a lot no um yeah he, i mean he, and also, and he, he showed, didn't speak he had, english classic had... flashes i i don't even know if he speaks a language does he speak finnish Yeah, he speaks it well. He seems seems like a man of few words. He speaks
0: it very well.
1: Oh, does he? He speaks it very well. Does he know the sagas?
0: Oh, he knows them cold. Front to back. S to A.
1: Front to back. Here's here's a question, you. Why don't you tell me, High Priest of Order's Magic, what Uh you think of Yessi Pogliarvi. Also, from now on, I believe we should only speak in rhyme or a song.
0: Okay, well, I'm not doing that.
1: that be our new policy on the handkerchief dynasty.
0: I think, like you said, relations seem to have thawed. And I think that um, it's promising. I think, I think that you can do a lot of growing up if you're like uh, 18 to, to uh, the next year, 18 to 19. And I think like having him here with no other Finnish guys, and he's 18 years old, like, of course he's going to, like, stink. Who wouldn't under those conditions?
1: I mean, the, the Oilers have had plenty of players, uh, like, the, the, they perfected the yeah. uh, environment for a player, a young player to come in and stink in, you know? Like, yeah. they were really good at that. Like, I think he played, like, a ton with Luch each, didn't he? Wasn't he, wasn't he like, tied to the hip with Luch?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Or tied to Luch at the hip? Probably. Thank God Calgary's out of it, man. Can you imagine the pain and fucking horror and torture if Calgary was in it still?
0: Not really, because that obviously wasn't going to happen. Although I think I said it was going to happen. I think I said we were uh, destined.
1: Yeah, I believe your, pes- your pessimism shone through and you were like, oh God, it's the end of days. I believe I believe the term end of days was, was uh-huh. uttered.
0: Well, can you blame yeah. me for feeling that way?
1: Oh, not at all. I applaud you. I applaud yeah. you. That's right. Very- you know, That's right. I, I applaud all your works. I thought you had a wicked organ solo last uh, Sunday, by the way. Some sick shit. Um. Oh, by the way, that w- reminds me, I wanted to mention today's uh, intro is a f- fantastic track uh, from fantastic artist Noruse Yoshishiro. Name of the album is ba- Baseball. I want you to guess the spelling. And our outro is going to be again the wonderful Yamashita Tatsuro. uh, Sparkle is the name of that song. Baseball. Baseball. With a a funky, funky album. Huh?
0: With a W. Ball with a W.
1: Ball with a W, yeah. And bass is spelled. It's a funky album. It's a funky, funky album.
0: With two S's.
1: Yeah, baby. I like it. Um. So yeah, like, <clears throat> what are we looking at now? Are you following? Uh, are you following the playoffs much more?
0: Yeah, I am. I kind of, uh, I think prior to the protest, I was kind of fading. I was fading, and then the protest happened, and then um, I was like, oh yeah, hockey. I guess uh, I could could watch it if it comes back on. So tonight I watched uh, a couple periods of the Isles Flyers game. Let me tell you, that New York Islanders team, tough. They're going to be tough to beat. Tough to beat. That's a that's a Barry Trotz team from top to bottom. They look how good. dumb
1: how dumb do the Caps look for not not trying to? Oh my gosh, team.
0: so dumb. I, that decision made no sense. It's a, I think it's just because people don't like the vibe Trotz puts out.
1: That's a real shame. How could you not? What, what what's the problem with the Trotz vibe? I know. He's love, like kind of like
0: short. I know. I do too. He's kind of short. Trotz vibe is
1: like going for ice cream five times a day. It's the yeah, best I vibe know. in the fucking world.
0: Uh, I don't know if it's that vibe, but I don't ha- I, I don't have a problem with the Barry Trotz vibe. I don't think he's very. I think organizations don't view him as like a as a sexy coach, to their detriment.
1: Sexy coach. He's, Why he's is a, it, he's totally sexy coach? I mean, keep in mind though, like. No, he's not. There's not. I mean, he's not sexy by like normal standards, but or like, you know.
0: or any other standard, I mean, unless your standard is winning championships.
1: Sorry, and, can like, uh, Sorry, ass. our council is uh, recommending we uh, we re-review the slander and libel laws. Is this recording count as something that lasts? Do you think Do you think this recording is going to last much longer? We self destruct these at the end of every episode, right? Like uh, the earbuds blow up in people's ears and they never yeah. hear again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah, the aisles are going to be really tough to beat. And I did watch the—I was watching a bit of the uh, Vegas-Vancouver game before I had to do this.
1: Are they back at, with NASA? Are they? Are they? Were, are they back with the launch? Well they
0: would have that, been that doubles up
1: as. Oh, I no, guess, they, yeah, they're in Toronto, obviously, but um, yes. where, where, they were, they, where were they playing, playing the season before that? The uh, Brooklyn
0: Center, whatever thought it's the
1: Brooklyn called. Thing was, I thought the Brooklyn thing was done.
0: I think they were, like, half playing there. Sometimes they would show up with all their stuff, and then the guy would be like, sorry, guys, it's not here tonight. It's, it's to so Nassau. weird, man. And then it's they'd so be weird. like, okay, all right. Um, like, sorry, guys.
1: So what, what I wanted to ask you, because... Uh, it's a really important topic right now, you know. And I know you're a huge Flurry fan and all that, but like, where do you think? Like, don't you think we need to keep a, a goalie agnosticism into like like as a religion? Don't we have to we have to be goalie agnostic until either Mike Smith is resigned or something else happens, right?
0: Well, we're not gonna get. You know what? I what about Tuka Rask? Uh,
1: I'd take him. Yeah, yeah because I can't imagine no way. He's, what. Do you think we would get him? Do you think he even wants to play?
0: Um, I don't think he wants to play in Boston.
1: Well, obviously, who would? But do you think he would want to play in Edmonton? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, do I... you think, how much money are we, uh, is he a UFA? I don't know. Numbers scare me. I mean, UFA isn't so much a number. I mean, I guess it's temporal. Time doesn't scare you, does it? I mean, time is an illusion. Why would an illusion Just scare numbers. You? Magic. Just numbers. Yeah. Mm. A few other Fair things, enough. but
0: mainly numbers.
1: I mean, I just don't want to. I just don't want to be thinking about all the all the beautiful, sexy um, goalies that I could be. You know, direct messaging on Instagram, What and about then Corpus all Salad? of a sudden, all of a sudden, have Mike Smith be resigned, and for me to be like, uh, oh, sorry, baby, no, it didn't mean nothing. And he'll be like, Oh, we we weren't broken up though. Well, like, you knew we weren't broken up and then and nothing happened, right? Right, uh, secret professor? And I'll be like, No, I mean nothing. Nothing happened, you know? Not really. It'll be awkward, don't you think? It's an awkward conversation I'm gonna have to have with Mike Smith.
0: Yeah, who I well, still I think, love. You know what? I think we're I think we're gonna get those two guys back.
1: Like I think we, I mean, it we talked about on the it is, last episode, it would be the least the least risky proposition. But I mean, we still need like God damn it! If we don't need Miko to just emerge as like the Miko, you know, the Miko, Miko, Miko. He needs to have a fucking killer year next year. I, I really, so. I really feel like it's it's either that or we. Ultimately, well, the reason you know, we're, we're looking at bounced. some other kind of other long-term goal, you know.
0: But the reason we got bounced wasn't our goaltending. That's not why we lost. The goaltending all season long was great, or, or was good. It was good enough. Uh, we were the goaltending team.
1: wasn't great in the playoffs, though. I was, it was, it was, no, it was but, slightly below average. I'm going to say, Because I believe our team. save percentage was was second worst in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, so. but you know what? Our but whole the whole team, team played, played like, like garbage. garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Those were so the were worst games we had played yeah. all year.
1: Yeah.
0: So I, I think stuff. I think I sort of think that fiddling and fuddling with the goaltenders might be like a bad move. They're the Wizards. You got to mm. keep them happy. Right. You don't want to like start. I so don't like,
1: know. where where lies the improvement roster wise, if not in the goaltending position, then in your mind, like put what the is second Kenny line, need the, need the second line? Put the second line back together. OK, but then after that now. We were fourteen and
0: four. We were fourteen and four when that line
1: was taken. Yeah, but I mean, you can't place a whole strategy on like a short. Oh period my gosh! We put them back together, of course. But Don't you think four. we need, say, a few more nope. options to try it with Connie? Don't you think we think we need maybe an no. option with a third line? No. Not at all.
0: Connie's his own
1: different. line. No, no defensive line changes. You're saying just stand pat.
0: Maybe get rid of some dead weight, like if we can somehow get rid of Larson for some bits and pieces. Yeah do that but i don't think i mean i don't think you know i think that looking for chemistry with connie
1: is a fool's errand it's just gonna constantly bite you in the ass oh fuck vegas just scored i mean yeah we've gone over this this is well-worn territory i mean yes, I, I, I i i think kenny has a chance given like i don't think we've had an oilers gm as plugged in and as with as many connections as kenny either so totally um like there's a, I feel like and again he has tons of time, so I'm expecting changes and i'm expecting, I'm expecting the the lineup to be mostly the same but uh but but improved at at least one or two positions you know and in a significant way like that's mm-hmm. that's what I see happening and I'm looking forward to seeing it happening and it's going to be a, a long summer waiting for you know the draft and free agency and all that but you know he had a great free agency last year ultimately you know could what? Have a potentially I'm... even better one this year.
0: I'm not expecting a lot of changes. I sort of get the impression that Kenny felt at the end of the playoffs that this shit wasn't on him. And I think that's fair. So I don't think not. he's, he's going to be year
1: and one yeah. like, fucking fucked up crazy year too.
0: Yeah, I know, so he but showed, I up, think... he showed up
1: to work at a pet shop and he was like, okay, fine. There's a pet shop. We'll sell some kittens and puppies. That's not, that's not hard. And then it turned out the, the owners were on the roof smoking crack seven yeah. hours a day and there was just like wiring issues and the whole yeah. thing was a front for narco terrorists. he's like jesus christ got a little <laughs> more cleaning up to do than i thought
0: yeah but and, i think he did that pandemic I think oh he, he did a great
1: that. he did a bunch of it but it's not he, he's not done his work is uh, never over my
0: friend yeah he it's not over but i i'm expecting i think you're expecting more moves than i'm expecting nothing is so. over uh
1: nothing. you think i mean i i'm you think you it's like hoping for them because center. it'd be fun. Yeah, We don't even fun. know when the, like moves are, moves are fun, offseason trades. Of course. I mean, something at the draft could be it could go down. That could be I mean, you know, draft day trade. The always haven't had a draft day trade of significance in terms of roster player in a while. Although the last one we discussed the Bohorvat deal um was not like we, we probably are going to get be able to get a really good player at like 15 or whatever we're drafting at, mm-hmm. so maybe it's more like trade some late rounders. Although, to be honest, the last time they did that, that was like Shirelli giving up a, a billion draft picks for shit we didn't really end up, you know, didn't end up working out a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, and let's like, see. I think
1: uh, who's who's the guy that's playing for the Islanders right now that we lost out on that year because the Shirelli mistakes,
0: Barzal.
1: Barzell, Matthew Barzell. Yeah,
0: he's incredible. Playing on a line with Jordan Eberle. And they're just like. Doesn't
1: that sting? Doesn't that sting?
0: They're incredible to watch. The Islanders could, the Islanders look damn, damn good. Let me tell you. They're playing fast, tough hockey. Yeah. Yeah. And some people say that the Islanders were the last team I read. I can't remember who said it. Someone on Twitter said it. Apologies. Yeah. But they said that uh, the Islanders were the last team to win the Stanley Cup before the Oilers entered the, the Golden Age, and and uh, you know rolled off five cups in like two years or somehow whatever it was. So maybe the Islanders winning, speaking from a a place of where things like this have e- extreme importance, is a magical thing. So if the Islanders were to win history would have it that uh, we would win five cups in two years starting next year
1: i'm all for it okay now i'm cheering for the islanders that's good because now i have a team in the east to cheer yeah for. yeah all right all right that's good that's good stuff uh, well, what's the status of that series again i think the Islanders lead the series right yeah, three nice. one
0: hasn't scored a goal the entire playoffs how weird is that
1: none yeah, of yeah but i love but i love his cookbook cooking with Giroux. Yeah, it's fucking great. awesome stuff it's like uh he's gonna have a great like once he retires in many many years after a successful career he'll have a he'll have a great thing to fall back on so i wanted to ask you do you want uh i'll give you multiple choice options here high priest of order's magic okay all right uh, do you want to hear some of my ideas for order's based tv shows or do you want to hear me throw maybe some shade at rogers mobile for a bit
0: oh boy. what do you
1: want first not, not really. Okay, we're going with Rogers first. So no, I don't. Theory, wanna, I
0: don't want to hear that. I do, really don't want to hear about uh, your problems with your phone.
1: No, it has nothing to do with my problems with my phone. It has to do with my problems with living in a society where I suspect uh, corporations providing essential services are completely lacking in any kind of sense of.
0: You know what? Let's go. With uh, you you know, let's go with you.
1: Human uh, I empathy.
0: I picked or,
1: or any kind of respect for the value of of human beings in terms of. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. being uh, deserving, pick... being deserving of of transactions yeah, uh, I'd like that to take the place first one, with please. good faith. No.
0: The first one, please. My new sign
1: off. Okay, well, but, but I do have to warn you. I, I might, I might make the new sign off of the show. Don't ever trust Rogers Mobile. Okay. I'll become. I think that's a pretty good sign off, actually. Um. Okay, so the first one. So the first uh, TV, this TV show is uh, called Keep It at Gagne. This is just an easy one to start. It's called Keeping It at Gagne. It's a reality show where we follow uh, Sam Gagne and his life, plus where he follows up with uh, lottery winners, both recent uh, and and long time people who won the lottery a long time ago. You know. Oh sounds like a delightful show we, and we might even mix in like him getting yeah. to present you know the winners like we'll have a little Sam Ganye uh, like, branded talking uh, like breaded lottery
0: like 649 lotteries and stuff like that
1: yeah all that stuff all that oh, stuff oh yeah that's a great yeah. show great
0: idea i yeah. love
1: it i just love Host, it hosted by the beloved Sam Ganye okay yeah, i love it i
0: love
1: it all right beautiful um all right uh lorney let's get that uh let's get that off to uh, Gagne's agent tootsuite. sweet okay so uh, the next one is we revive the Tom Gilbert show, okay? Mm-hmm. But what we do is it's not, it's not a straight-up late-night show. It's, it's kind of more of a homage to the Larry Sanders show where Tom Gilbert is playing a character based on himself called Tom Goldbert, okay. or Tom. We need to come up with a name that sounds like Tom Gilbert, and then but then it's it's a kind of you know a, a gritty and humorous and and deep you know what? reflection know doing not doing it. it's not doing it show something. business what's next no no okay you're vetoing that one you're vetoing that one okay so number 3 is we uh we 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 uh pitched to I believe is Fox had the original show so we reboot Fear Factor but now it's hosted by Zach Cassian, and at the end, at the last challenge I don't want to get involved, the this is, a is they have to they have to eat stuff, but also while Zach Cassian is just hacking their shins
0: No
1: with a, with a, with a stick,
0: I no? I think maybe in like three or four years we can do that show three or four years, not right now not right now
1: Alright, so the next one is the acting career of, uh, of uh, the acting debut of Ryan Nugent-Hopkins Okay. okay. And it's called he plays a he plays a young uh, but ambitious uh, gold rush prospector. Oh, yeah. I like it's that. called I like it's rush called School. Nugent. It's called Nugent of Gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: the title could use some work. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know why you go. I, think? I mean, Sorry. gold Sorry Nugent. That. Gold Nugent is staring you right in the face. And I feel like you kind of overcomplicate it by calling it Nugent of Gold. But it's not without its charm, though. And it's a hell of an idea. So I'm going to greenlight that show. Mm, mm, mm.
1: Okay, and then the last one Nugent is... Nugent of um, Gold
0: just doesn't really... I mean, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. It's not,
1: what it's do you think, it should of a, be Gold Nugent? Yeah, obviously. How about the Gold and Nugent? Yeah, that's fine, too. Okay, all right. Lornate. Yeah, okay, we got this all taken down. Um uh you recognize that you have no rights to any of the uh, the profits of any of these enterprises, uh under all laws uh of man, correct? Uh priest of Willis Magic.
0: Did you say of man? Yes, I'm fine. Yeah, with that. That's
1: a yes. Lorne, thank you. Okay, great. Of man, so, that's um, a
0: that's a pretty big stipulation in my realm. Just so you know.
1: Oh 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 you said the magic word stipulation okay that means we have to start the wind down procedure um, Captain do you have the okay yeah We'll be faxing you some documents um, the the you may not be able to read any of the text above the signature line
0: because
1: uh, uh-huh. it will be in Vulcan but um, rest assured it's all boilerplate so just sign just sign or or. You can use the biometric uh, thumbprint. You got it. Okay, great. Um, anything else you wanted to share with the children vis-a-vis you uh, being doing better than you ever have, which I'm I'm really happy to hear. Just to call back a little bit to what you said earlier.
0: Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think we. I mean, we covered the protest. I wanted to touch on our man in Finland, Yessi, and goaltending.
1: Who who does Yessi play with if he comes
0: back? I don't know, McDavid? If if you must put him put him try that out.
1: You okay, so you mean? try out McDavid, let's say that doesn't go very well.
0: Yeah, but how can it not? McDavid gets like three points every single game.
1: Can you imagine if we had like a Nygaard, McDavid P I, I, like I don't need to crazy. because we
0: have McDavid, right? He gets three points every game. I don't need to imagine more things on top of that. He's the chemistry. He's he's like a one. He's like a uh, an element, you know. You what have. I, mean? a very you know, powerful I think.
1: I think the, I think. You, you believe that, that McDavid is like what they call the lo, what the ancient Greeks Greeks would call the logos or the word. It's like he was <laughs> yeah, the foundation yeah, right. of the universe. That's right. In the beginning was the Connor. The logos. And the Connor was God. Yes. And yeah. the Connor was with God. I know. Yeah, and then everything just gets pushed out. But like for me, I actually believe in a duality. Like I'm much more of like a Zoroastrian. Kind of guy, you know, with Leon and Connor being this uh, like dual figures fighting the forces of evil together. I guess it's a little bit more like in Kidu and Gilgamesh. I don't know. I'm a secularist. What do you want from me, man?
0: You're definitely an Astrian.
1: I'm definitely an Astrian. Yeah. Yeah. The high priest of Astria. Um, mm, mm, mm. Well, I think we're going to have a really fun guest. Um, not th- uh, tomorrow Monday, but the following Monday. Who's uh, that? Funny comedian. Um I don't know, I won't say until oh, it's in the can, just in case we get delayed and you know. First name Aaron, last name rhymes with something. No, it doesn't actually rhyme with something, it just rhymes, it does rhyme with something. Yeah. I, there's no <laughs> way he's listening, so um uh, but he's he's one of my favorite comedians out there. Actually. Aaron like, he's a really funny guy.
0: Early American That's the one. composer. He's also a comedian, that guy.
1: And he's still you know, alive. Oh, you know, But when, mm. when, I, when I hired you for the podcast and you said you listed embezzlement as one of your skills, didn't you? Right at the top. Was it embezzlement or was it just bezelment? Or was it both?
0: I wrote down bezelment and then you were like, what's this mean? And I was like, you know, bezelment. And then you were like, yeah. embezzlement? And I said, yes.
1: Was this when we were at the the gentleman's club or when we were
0: now, this is uh, injecting when we were heroin at...
1: into our armpits uh, under the bridge
0: this is or when was we were this at... in Puerto Rico? This is when we were at the, uh, it was kind of like a, it was like, we both had real bad problems in our lungs and separately we went to our doctors and they said, you should go up to this clinic with celebrities go up there way up in the mountains and the waters, they come very pure. You go there and you clear up your lungs.
1: Hold on, you trying to hypnotize me? What's going on? I don't remember so any of this.
0: unbeknownst to either of us, we we both went there separately, and then while we were in the spa getting healthy again, we came up with oh. this idea for the Sidins Linemates Museum. I
1: remember it all now. Yeah, that was that was a great time, wasn't wasn't that? See, that reminds me because um, I, was very I actually mad. had an idea for a show very back sick. then. This is a long time ago. And I wanted to call it unbeknownst, and I wanted it to be um, Linus Omark going into like mountainous regions in search of like lost civilizations and their secrets. Oh yeah, that's so good. Yeah. yeah. You know, because the like, one guy I think the world wants to see in shorts, it's Linus Omark. Actually, he's an interesting guy. He's kind of got a little bit of the Jeff Goldblum vibe, you know? He's like a live wire, you know? I think he'd be I think he'd be great. And like way better than Bert Kreischer, who
0: Where uh, is uh, Linus Omark these days?
1: Um, I'm pretty sure he's still playing somewhere in Europe. (sighs)
0: Uh the guys named Linus, you know? You gotta hold on to those guys. Hold on to them. Also guys
1: named Linus, you gotta hold on to. Which is what Linus Omark's name is.
0: Yeah, but I mean it was like spelled Linus like, has a spelled like Linus. Head. It was spelled like Linus, though, from yeah. the comics.
1: Oh, man, so he's played...
0: So whenever I was reading about him, as long as someone, he wasn't in my year telling me how to say his name, it was like I was reading uh, Peanuts when I was reading about him.
1: So where, so where do you think... How many KHL teams stuff. do you think do you think Linus O'Mark has played since leaving, the since last playing in the NHL for the Buffalo Sabres 13 games in 2013-14?
0: Do you have that information in front of you? I do,
1: yeah. Okay, how many teams? How three. many KHL teams? Three. Okay, well, it's a bit of a trick question. He's actually only played for three teams total. The first year he played for Lulia in Sweden, and then he played one year for my one of my favorite name teams in the KHL, Jokerit Helsinki. Okay. Oh, I love that team. And then five straight motherfucking years, including... Playoff appearances in all five years for UFA Salavat Yula, Yuliev? Salavat horrible. Yuliev?
0: Horrible name for a team. Yeah. Hey, did you see the new jerseys for a Spartan Holy shit. Moscow? He's
1: well, also well over a point a game uh, playoff in, in the KHL playoffs in those five years. Like he had, last year he had 12 points in six games. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. so he's still a good player man he's probably making a decent amount there
0: you know the uh, KHL team Spartak?
1: I believe so are those the ones that, that their arenas in the space station that they that told us was defunct but was actually the secret uh, secret laboratory for all the futuristic uh, yeah that's
0: the team gnome, they have human new German jerseys
1: hockey genome thing they,
0: yeah. their jerseys are black right and then there's like a red band on the center with a picture of a former Spartak player on it. You should check those jerseys out. They're pretty crazy. Just
1: a single, a single former player, or like a yeah, a, like a an, actual over time. an
0: actual photograph of like like a player. It's bizarre. I've never seen a jersey like it before. So it's like a jersey with like a kind of like a photoshopped image of a player on it. It's mm. really strange. You should check it out. You'd have thoughts. You'd
1: have thoughts on it. You'd have thoughts. Um, I want you to guess now how many. I mean, uh, for a, he figures so much more prominently in, in everyone's minds, I think, than you would think based on the number of NHL games played. But last word on Linus Omark.
0: Maybe okay. that's a good
1: sign off. Or like segment. Linus. You know, the last word. Or uh, maybe we give him. Maybe we give Linus Omark his own. Like he takes over for Lawrence O'Donnell. I believe his show is called The Last Word. I think obviously Linus would be a much more interesting person to have on there but uh i want you the to guess how many nhl how many career career nhl games has Linus omar played
0: that's a good question i'm gonna say 62
1: only 62 is your guess eh? i don't
0: know yeah only 79 62.
1: 79 and i thought 79 seemed low i assumed he would have at least gotten to 100 based no, on like no, how I,
0: no way not even a full season 62 i was very close
1: yeah
0: it was very close
1: 27 points in 51 games with the Oilers. His first, uh, first, first stint in the NHL. But you know, never really had that that pace. But I bet, I bet he's the kind of player that could come back. Although you know, how old is he now? No, no, no. He's 33.
0: Not coming back.
1: Yeah. He's not coming back. Can't go back. I mean, he obviously never go home again. Oilers. But like, it, it would be sweet if he like went and played on the Islanders on that line with uh, Barzal and Eberle. You know, just to really twist the knife. Like, why not?
0: Why not? Yeah, it'd be kind of sweet, I suppose. I don't know. He's just not going to
1: do it. Um, so, he's, I had the last idea I had for an author's TV show is actually also, also has to do with a, a random player. So, okay. remember that time? Remember that time uh, Patrick Thorson took a, a, a puck to the balls? So it was just like. <laughs> Rolling around writhing in pain. I yeah, he played I did, for the Flyers at that point. Yeah. So the, the script for this one, it's 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 kind of a science fiction show. So the idea oh, yeah. is that that the the horrible pain of that experience caused him to experience like a lifetime uh, within another universe in in but a few seconds on Earth. So like oh. in the moments where he's rolling around on the ice, yeah, I get it. Rather <laughs> pain He's transported to another existence on an alien world yeah, yeah. where he's got like, you know, he's like a member. He's like a pillar of the community and they're <laughs> on like a dying planet. Yeah. and He's a scientist and it's called and it's called My Name is Patrick. But again, I could use some help on the title. That's why. That's why. Oh, no, we have these
0: no. that's a good title. I like it. My Name is Patrick.
1: Is there, right. an exclam- is there an all
0: exclamation right. mark after it or any sort of punctuation after it? No,
1: it's. Uh, but Patrick is underlined.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: because like all names, all names in this alien society are underlined. It's it's one of the idiosyncrasies synch- 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 of their written language. <laughs> so, so yeah.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. good. That sounds yeah. like a good show. I'd watch it.
1: All right. I well, I got or... Ronald. I got Ronald D. Moore very interested. Okay, okay. Renee Echevarra, very interested. Um. Before he passed away, the, uh, the late, great René Auberginé uh, uploaded his consciousness into a computer, and he's, he's going to co-write with me. Oops. Missy, buddy. Oops. Is that a form of assault, you think, to, uh, to capture someone's soul in a computer program before they expire and, and leave this, this reality?
0: And well, well, the first the time you said upload, and then when you asked me the question, you said capture. So did you upload it or did you capture it?
1: A rose by any other name would be as barbaric. When you know used as a implement of torture.
0: I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave this question up to the Supreme Courts.
1: I think just leave that question on the plate like a bad pierogi. That's my yeah. advice to you, son. And kids, if you ever see a pierogi that you think is a bad pierogi, just leave it on the plate. Okay, remember that. Remember that.
0: Pass that plate over my way, and I'll take care of that bad pierogi. Exactly. No, no problem. Exactly. A little bit of exactly. sour cream, some chives. Somewhat
1: less discerning than you. There's a pierogi dinner in town here that I really got to get back to because that shit. It's like it's like yeah. a, once a month, like all the grandmas oh. get together at the Ukrainian center and like sell you uh, some of kind those. of delicious pierogi dinner.
0: Why have am you I got to one of there those? every time?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the bomb. It's the bomb. That's there.
0: one of uh the, the. There's a sign like the church that it's um a Ukrainian Orthodox church. Maybe I'm not sure what it is. It's got a big dome, this church, and I constantly pass it on my way to work. And the sign, they're kind of like trying to advertise that the pierogies are for sale still, but it's just not the same. It's heartbreaking. True casualty of COVID was pierogi dinners. Oh, man. Like, Do you think we're going to see them again? It really is.
1: And this one Oh, like- we'll see them again. No, the Ukrainians, all, all all Eastern Europeans are on a whole different level when it comes to dealing with the yeah. catastrophe. Like it's it's part of it's stitched yeah, into their right. clothing practically. They're gonna be you're like, right. if there's one group, if okay, so let's let's put odds on societies that are gonna best bounce back from COVID. I would put number
0: one Ukrainians.
1: Ukrainians would be high on the list. I would put Vietnamese very high on the list. Um, those are the names that jump out right right to me right now.
0: <sighs> let's leave it there. Let's go make some pierogies.
1: You know, we're
0: over mushroom, an hour.
1: mushroom gravy all right well I love you dude I'll, uh, I'll hook up with you later, later this week and we'll check in on the status of uh, all the various plans and projects and, uh, yeah. and meta analyses okay sounds good all right I'm off to uh, tend to my pegasi I'll talk to you soon see you later bye bye